Hi friends, it's Mari, owner of Seven Moons Healing, and I'm your host for this podcast, In Alignment, My Spiritual Journey. I'm kind of chuckling because this is my third take on the podcast. Um, I'm at home, my husband works from home, and I had sent a group text to the family letting him know that I'm recording a podcast, please do not interrupt. And he is an avid audible uh, reader and doesn't pay attention to his text messages and then comes in and interrupts us. So take three, which is probably okay because the previous podcast had sirens off in the background. I have the windows open. It's a beautiful day and wanted that fresh air. So here we go again in alignment with my spiritual journey. For those of you who have not listened to my previous episodes, I am a licensed massage therapist, a Reiki master teacher, teacher, <laughs> teacher, intuitive coach, card reader, and have studied ver- various energetic modalities um, to better enhance my connection with source and creator. And those energetic modalities include Amakua Ki for angelic fires, Leumi, and I am currently a student of the shamanic arts. And 2017 was roughly around the time where I started to really dive deeper into my spirituality. It was a time frame where I knew a big change was coming. And along with that change came a lot of confusion, a lot of insecurities, a lot of uncertainties and the unknowns was really starting to stress me out. But I also understand with big transformations, big changes comes a lot of excitement and newness and also that it's coming up for a reason. I just didn't know what that reason was. I guess I kind of knew. Um, let Let me elaborate on that. I was working in corporate America and what used to be exciting for me no longer was. I was not feeling fulfilled any longer. But the scary part for me was that I didn't know what I wanted to be anymore. I'm at, at this point, I'm 44 years old. I am making the kind of money I had always dreamed of. Um, I was in a company who was really great to me. I had great benefits, had great connections, but I was no longer feeling great about myself. In fact, I was feeling so afraid of showing up to work Because I knew deep within my spirit I could no longer provide the kind of work that they needed me to. I was no longer good at my job. And that was very scary to me because I am getting paid X amount of dollars to provide a service that I would have been very, that I was good at. I was very good at my job, but I no longer was. And I didn't understand it at the time. Uh, I understand now that it was starting, I was starting to be aligned with this path of mine, which is kind of crazy because I went from corporate America to basically being an entrepreneur and running my own business and really connecting with what feels in alignment with me. But I didn't, and still I struggle with how do I get there? So... As I'm pushing through these new choices, but I, but I want to reinforce that I've always had a very deep faith within myself and my spirit, 
even though I was raised in this very rigid format, so Catholicism, um, and don't get me wrong, there are components of Catholicism I absolutely love. I felt that I needed that foundation in order to gain the faith within myself. But to me, it's always been very black and white, and I'm a very colorful person. I don't believe God makes mistakes. I don't believe that the Bible is law. I feel very much that there it's a guideline, just like everything else in life. That's for me personally. It's not meant to upset anyone who reads the Bible, who is very devoted to it. This is for me. I'm speaking about my personal experience. So I knew I had always wanted to experience and explore other pathways. Um, I had a few friends who were Buddhists, and it's more of a lifestyle, not a religion. I have friends who are just new agey and others who are very much into um, the earth elements, um, all the five elements, actually. And so I was very uh, curious with other cultures and upbringings, traditions, not necessarily religious, I suppose. There could be some religious components to it, but even with the uh, Catholicism in other countries, I feel like they're a little bit more open than the Americans. Um, in the Latino world, my again, my personal experience even though I was born and raised here in America, uh, herbal remedies was always uh, something that our ancestors worked with. And, you know, uh, so there's a, a bit of our indigenous roots that was always incorporated with Catholicism. Um, I have a Filipino friend, same thing. I have Polish friends, same thing, that they use the earth elements in order to heal. This is very normal. So wanting to expand further on that, I decided to start figuring out and finding out who was I, where was I going, and where would I be led to. And it started with Reiki. I had always heard about Reiki, didn't really quite understand it, but was very blessed to have found a great teacher mentor, took Reiki, and then she offered other energetic modalities like access bars and tried that. Um, but as you start going through your journey, you start realizing what calls to you and what feels right with you. And there's, if there's a class that you take and you decide, mm, I don't know if that really was okay or if it sits right with me, that's okay because it's getting you through those areas to figure out who you want to become or who you really already are, but it's bringing you back to your authentic self. So growing up, my mother was very unique in the sense that she understood that her relationship with God, source, and creator was personal to her. And she was always of the mindset that if you're a good person, then you have nothing to worry about. And I've always loved that about her. She wasn't tied to the organized religion aspect of it. Of it. Uh, please don't understand me. If you find comfort in organized, organized religion, then this is your calling. And that's wonderful because it has meaning to you. For me personally, 
I knew that there was something bigger in the sense that I didn't want to, that I didn't feel aligned with being boxed in or confined to that thought process. There are, as I mentioned previously, many beautiful traditions and cultures and a lifestyle that's bigger than just that mindset. I started noticing as I developed my spiritual growth. And by spiritual, I don't want people to think that it's just like new agey. It's an openness to understanding the great universe that God has provided for us, that source, creator. Maybe it is just universe for you. But for me, I do believe in God. Um, But I do feel that God gave us all these resources. And if we're just open enough to see what's in front of us, then the universe is really full of beautiful, beautiful reminders of how connected we should be in different ways. So as a child growing up, I was definitely afraid of bugs. Oh, I cannot stand the creepy crawlies. I would see a spider or I would see a bug, a worm, anything. And our first reaction was to always kill the bug. It's creepy, it's yucky, it's scary, and I never had the heart to do it because I was afraid, but I remember I would call my dad or someone over to come and kill the bug. But within the last few years, I have learned to value all life. So I love the community I'm in right now because when they see a bug, they just grab a piece of paper and they take it outside. And when I kept seeing this over and over and over again, it started putting things into perspective. All the things around us have energy and they matter. And I do not restrict this mindset to just living beings. But to me, even like our remote controls, our vehicles, our phones are all energetic matter. I know it may sound crazy to some people, but honoring them, acknowledging them is the difference from taking things for granted and being grateful. And I'm very grateful for the engineers who designed them, the hands that made them physically, the shipment of them, the packaging of them, and allowing these material things to be part of our lives. So do you honor the material things in your life? Um, when my husband and I found our dream home, the minute we walked into this home, we knew that this was the one. After seeing over 160 houses for sale when the market was hot in 2021, we were being outbidded. The energy was toxic. I was starting to lose hope because after seeing so many houses and feeling people's um, not well wishes, they were they would stare at you up and down And they were like, we're going to outbid you. We can afford this more than you can. And the energy was so horrific at the time that I remember getting to a point where I'm like, I don't want to look at any more houses. I can't do this anymore. Like I was depleted. But in reality, we didn't have a choice because my mom was moving in with us. So she was undergoing a remodel that was supposed to take five weeks, took five months. Um, then we needed to pack up her things, put them in storage, move her in temporarily to my tiny townhouse, 
Then from that townhouse, we needed to uh, repaint, recarpet, find a new home to move us all in. So now we went from a family of four to a family of five. Then put that townhouse on the market. And then, you know, so there was a lot of moving uh, parts to that time. But when we found this house... I remember walking up to the walls and placing my hands and my face to the wall and, and, and just saying to the house, speaking to the house, saying, we promise that we will take care of you. We promise to honor you, the dwelling, the land, everything about this house. Please choose us. Please choose us. And I could see us living here. And I kept asking for signs. Please choose us. If you do choose us, please give us signs that you need repairs here or there. Make it obvious so that we can say, hey, this needs to be addressed. Because I made her a promise. And what's interesting enough is that it absolutely has happened. I, my husband and I will notice certain things that need repair. And because we made the home a promise and to make her feel beautiful, to make her feel loved, to make her feel honored, we absolutely 100% abide by that promise. Like that is our promise to the house because the house chose us. I 100% believe the house chose us and it's the perfect home for us. But I'm also very grateful for like our realtor, Cindy and Frank at Divine Home Group, because without their patience, we couldn't have gotten through those offers and rejections. And that connection to not only our realtors, to the homes that we looked at, to the experiences we went through, to the toxic environment that we had to endure to find our dream home, is another component of your connection, your faith. Feeling the heartbeat of the homes, the realtors, with our, within ourselves, within society. During this time frame is when I started realizing that connection, not only to yourself, but to your heart and to your spirit is essential to operate. That slowing down and paying attention to your surroundings is so important. And sometimes you don't think about it because we're living life. But it made me realize that God, source, creator, the universe comes through in so many different ways. And I was paying attention that my prayers are heard and that my prayers matter. But it's my consistency with them. It's not a relationship that I pick and choose to have. It is a part of me. You cannot expect miracles to happen when you're not inviting the relationship in. This doesn't mean you have to believe in God or source necessarily. 
It means that even if you understand that there is something bigger than us out there, that if you don't want to define it by even speaking to, if you don't want to define it, so let's say you're an atheist or agnostic, that you, you know, agnostics is without knowledge and atheist is not the belief of God. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, if I'm wrong on that terminology, please let me know. Um, I don't know everything and I should have looked it up prior to this, but it's just, it's just what's coming through to me right now. But let's say um, you're taking a walk and you have a connection to the land, to the trees around you, to the animals. That energy is still source energy. Even if you don't understand it or see it or believe in it, We've all heard that people say they love animals more, more than humans, right? Animals are the purest form of love. Your love is source. Your heart is source. Therefore, you are source. Now, some of you might say, so you're saying you're God? No. What I'm saying is God, creator, source, universe, place that within my spirit so that I could see you, so that I could hear you, and so that I can honor you in hopes that you would honor me in return. If you're at a crossroads and you don't know what you believe in anymore, don't be hard on yourself. Trust that whatever is in front of you, you will be able to find that peace that may be missing or the peace that needs to be reconnected and reestablished. When we go through traumatic times, we often times can lose that part of us. Or maybe it gets diminished because we're lost in the fog. We're lost in the the fear. Or we're lost in the overwhelming emotion of hurt, of pain, of shock. Or any deep emotion that makes you, that almost hits you in the gut. It's hard to see beyond that hurt and pain. And it's hard to feel. That's another thing. Our emotions are hard to explain at times because we don't know what we're feeling. Especially if we were raised unable to understand how to process certain emotions. So pay attention to what's presenting in front of you. Are you oftentimes seeing birds? Do the winds come and remind you that you're present and alive? Do you find pennies in random places? Do you see repeating numbers? Do you keep running into people who have the same name? I recall a time when I was literally running into Linda's. I would call an attorney's office and the paralegal's name was Linda. Then I would have an incoming call from a representative and their name was Linda. 
And then later that day, that evening, uh, on my way home from work, I'd stop at the grocery store and the checkout person's name was Linda. Linda in Spanish means pretty. And it was at a time when I wasn't feeling so pretty. I was feeling run down. I was feeling tired and haggard and overwhelmed, depressed, even though I didn't know I was depressed, unable to express myself because at that time, my job was defining me instead of me being that defining moment, that defining person who was kick-ass at their job. And I no longer was. So I was struggling with putting on makeup and feeling pretty in clothes and feeling like my old self. So Linda was a reminder. It was a whisper from my angels, from my guides, from source, that I was still pretty, even though I didn't feel it. But it was also twofold because I have a very good friend named Linda uh, who I hadn't heard from in a while. And it was a reminder to check in for check in on her. And after and because things happened to me in threes, I knew that I needed to reach out to her. So I sent her a text. I'm like, hey Linda, just checking in with you. How are you? It's been a while. And thankfully I did because she told me she wasn't doing well. And so we caught up. And it was a reminder that because I was feeling disconnected, because I didn't know where I was going, I didn't know where my faith was taking me, and I didn't know what pathway I wanted to go forward in or what that would look like or what my future would look like, Linda's also a very spiritual person, and I didn't know I needed to reach out to her as much as she needed to reach out to me. When you have these connections and these conversations with people, whether you know them or not, sometimes they make the biggest impact because they bring you nuggets of wisdom. They put things into perspective when you least expect it. And so now she assisted me in reestablishing that disconnection I had And she gave me hope. And sometimes when you don't have hope is when you get lost in translation. So because she is source and I am source and we were connected, I was able to reestablish that I knew that this new change that was coming was necessary for me to grow no matter how scary it was boy was it scary 100% it was scary I mean I think I was in flight mode when I started massage school ended massage school started working in massage and then decided to open my uh, open a business with my friend that was scary but there was a rush to it too that I knew I needed Because it was proving to me that I can do whatever I want as long as I remain positive. And I wasn't positive in school. I was deathly afraid of failing. I was afraid of failure. I was afraid of 
not being able to keep up with my younger classmates, not being able to keep up because I hadn't studied in 20 plus years. I was, I had so many fears holding me back. But when I started meditating, and by meditating, I mean praying the rosary, because I still hold that near and dear to me, even though I may not believe with all aspects of Catholicism, the rosary is very peaceful and comforting to me. So I reestablished that connection with the rosary. I reestablished my connection when I took Reiki and trying to find my authentic self again, working through the fears and knowing that the fears are supposed to make you uncomfortable in order to grow. And so if you are connected with your heart, if you are connected with your spirit, understanding that the fear is supposed to make you uncomfortable because change is coming, that faith will carry you through and you understand that everything happens for a reason and everything has its divine timing, its divine order. So if you get disappointed because something didn't work out the way you thought, that means that something bigger and better is coming, something that is more aligned with what you can handle. There are no mistakes from source. There's just lessons. So that is all I have for you today. I hope this topic was helpful to you. For those of you who are interested, I am offering one-on-one coaching. For those of you that are called to move through any traumas or needing to reconnect with yourselves, reconnect with your spiritual side, figuring out your purpose... My website is the number seven, moonshealing.com, sevenmoonshealing.com. And you can go under Divine Guidance Coaching for more information. You can follow me on Instagram under Seven Moons Healing. I am on TikTok under Mari, M-A-R-I underscore Seven Moons Healing. I'm also on, um, I have a YouTube channel, Mari Seven Moons Healing and Facebook uh, I think you can, if you go on my website, you can click on all of those uh, little icons and it'll take you right where you need to. And you can go under Divine Guidance Coaching for more information. My tagline is love yourself enough to invest in you because I highly believe that it's time for everyone to start investing in themselves. Many blessings to you all. Until next time, thank you for joining me. Have a great day.